You are listening to the Fringe Radio Network. FringeRadioNetwork.com Listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Long. Hey, everybody, welcome to another week of Earth Oddity. Uh, I'm here with my co host, Christopher Tiny Sullivan, and uh, we got another exciting week of super weird, super awesome news stories for you and your entertainment. Um, we're also joined by a special guest. Um, his name's Ryan from the Bible Belt Brothers podcast. Could not be more wrong. What's his name? <laughs> his name is Dusty Hope. Oh yeah, like, yeah from the like, from the Bible Belt Bros. <laughs> yeah, well, all his close friends call him Ryan. That's just like his nickname. You don't even know. He's got a buffet. Yeah, right. Yeah, he's got a buffet that's really awesome. Uh, yeah. So, anyways. Glad to have you on, Ryan Dusty Hope. <laughs> uh, which we found out we were we were on his podcast. This uh, we're going to be on his podcast coming up, and we found out he's from Oklahoma. That the Bible Belt actually extends into Oklahoma. Um, I was woefully mistaken about that, like I was with the name too. Hey, we are on the march. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> the Bible Belt coming coming to a town near you. That's right. Yeah, we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna extend it on out to Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> so tell everybody, hey, how you doing today, Dusty? I'm doing it. And as obesity gets more and more uh, a problem in our culture in the United States, the Bible Belt is expanding. That's, <laughs> That's true. That's true. It yeah. could not make more sense than it does already. <laughs> facts. Just facts only. <laughs> facts only. Uh, yeah, well, we're glad to have you on, man. We appreciate you having us on your show. It's a great show if you're uh, – if you're looking for another podcast to add to your repertoire, mm-hmm. just just subscribe and download it um, and check it out. They got a lot of interesting stuff they talk about from fantasy football to, um, to uh, you know, college football, college football to spiritual <laughs> matters. It's it's a very well, well-rounded podcast, kind of like ours. So. And we're going to talk about it more here coming up here in a minute. But first, we're going to talk about some odd news. You got any good stories this week? I do. I do. I got an attempted assassination attempt on the president. Okay. Yeah. And a guy who was sticking uh, syringes up his butt but claimed they weren't his. So, <laughs> and, and who knows? They may have not been. <laughs> Maybe they weren't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to start with this one. Prowler spent three hours licking a doorbell at a stranger's home. Now, This popped up in our Facebook group this past week, and I would like to give all the credit to Sally Miller, who actually posted it there before I did, but I didn't know about it. Right. So there was a double post. I didn't want to erase mine because it had some comments and stuff. But Well, I want to shout out our old friend Will Thompson, too, because he sent it to me uh, in my inbox, too. This was a popular one. Did you hear about this, Dusty? I did, and I, at first I thought it was a picture of my co-host, Andrew, but (laughs) it wasn't. (laughs) Well, anyway, this comes to us from uh, Salas, California. Is that how you say that? Sure. 
Police are trying to track down a man who spent three hours licking a doorbell at a California home. I thought I had seen it all, but this takes the cake, neighbor Francisco Javier Estrada told KION. Surveillance cameras caught the man police identified as Roberto Daniel Araro in the act. Uh, hmm. The homeowner said that they were not at home at the time. This is terrifying, but their children were inside, alone, sleeping. Okay. So I can imagine just being a parent. Yeah. I, that would that would really bother me. Yeah. You yeah, know, I, I mean, on the one so. hand, yeah, he's not. He's not doing anything to the kids. He's trespassing, <laughs> right? But it's just so bizarre and it's so odd. That would that would definitely bother me. Do we have any comment from him as to like why? You know, like he's like, hey, this is I get my jollies on it. Some people like feet. I like door doorbells. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, I don't know. How many doorbells have you licked, John? Uh, sober or not? <laughs> <laughs> you know, one no, thing about I don't remember leaking a doorbell. I'll just say that much. You know, one thing about this guy, I'm surprised at how delicate he was. Because I mean, you're licking a door doorbell, but I don't guess he ever actually rang it. Yeah, that's right? true. So that's true. Maybe that's it. You know, <laughs> I don't know. Wow. Huh. He's definitely a lover, not a fighter. There you That's go. That's true. There you go. <laughs> a lover of fine doorbells. Uh, he's a lover, not a ringer. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a good point. Yeah, I don't know, baby. That's like the thrill of it. But, you know, some doorbells take quite a bit of pressure to, to get down on. You know, like you got to yeah. actually put some force on it to ring the doorbell. So, you know, the reason he got caught is because, and the reason we know he was there for three hours doing this is because he was caught on security camera. I know. I mean, that's some stamina. Three hours. <laughs> I mean, I don't I know. I couldn't lick an ice cream cone for three <laughs> yeah. hours. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's what I was say. I, I'm glad you went with ice cream cone. <laughs> Says that security cameras also caught him moving an extension cord to the front yard and then relieving himself. So I don't know what the extension cord was for. Huh. But, uh, Well, I imagine in three hours' time, you got to go, you know? Yeah, that's true. But that's weird, man. Says that he could face misdemeanor charges of petty theft and prowling. As for the Duggins, which is the house that he uh, not the Doug, Not the Duggers. Not the Duggers, the oh. Duggins. Uh, they said that they came home and they made sure to clean off their doorbell. Yeah, so, yeah you want to put a little Lysol wanna, on that. You want to hit that with a Clorox wipe. <laughs> that's right. Pass a rag <laughs> over it. Yeah, that's wild, man. Like, you know, I, I wonder, like, what ages the kids were that were home. I don't you know, know. It's like, we'll leave. Thomas is 13, so I yeah. don't feel so bad leaving him there. And usually we'll let Hudson stay with him because mm-hmm. that way they could wrestle without us being there and having to break it up. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, man, if your kids are small, then that's a, that's a big deal. He, Surely you don't again, leave Again, it's like you said. Technically, he's not hurting anybody or right. doing anything wrong, but that's just creepy. Yeah. No, you totally know? creepy. For three yeah. hours is the wild thing. I would recommend that after they, you know, lost all their uh, doorbell, maybe they want to hit it, hit it with some pepper sauce. <laughs> no bad idea. <laughs> in case he comes back. Well, I mean, I'm just. I would think if you were a person that was inclined to lick a doorbell, it would be like a lick and run. You wouldn't just like stay. <laughs> you know? This dude stayed. Yeah, I know. That's wild <laughs> for a long time. That's wild. Hell, he's he's got an impressive tongue game, I guess. Man. Well, I guess I can move on to our next story here. So, just trivia question first. For you, Dusty, you can chime in, too. Um, How many presidents have we had that have been assassinated? Uh, Actually killed or just attempted? No, either one. Huh. Don't be Googling it. I'm not Googling. I wasn't that 
I wasn't the best in school. So <laughs> I went to school in Missouri, so it's even worse. <laughs> in Missouri. <laughs> hey, we're well, from Alabama, yeah. so man, <laughs> it's us in Mississippi at the bottom of the ladder down here. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna just throw guesses. You know, 2.5. 2.5. Okay. All right. Um, you got a guess, Tiny? <laughs> uh, I want to say three. Okay. We're but, looking for four. Okay, four. All right, four. Okay. Oh. All right, you got Lincoln and Kennedy. Lincoln Everybody and remembers Kennedy. those. And, and there then was... you got McKinley. And who was the other one? Garfield? Was yeah. It William Henry. Or he's the guy that died from pneumonia. Yeah, William Henry Harrison died yeah, like okay. a month after being there. Yeah. Okay, so anyways. Who was number four? Uh, Garfield. I'm pretty sure it's Garfield. Is it Garfield? I I would about bet the cat, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> Voiced yes. by Bill Murray. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I would about bet uh, a sum That's of money on it if I wasn't. Now, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we had a guy who was going to attempt. He attempted to kill President Trump. Uh, this comes from Yahoo News, and it says a North Dakota man pleads guilty to stealing a forklift to kill Donald Trump. Now, forklift, he was going to kill him with a forklift. Yeah, that's not your most traditional assassination weapon. Um, a North Dakota mechanic has entered a guilty plea in federal court. Federal court in relation to what government charged was a fantastic plot to kill the president. According to the federal authorities, Gregory, Gregory Lee Lean Gang, 42, a little too old to be trying to kill the president when you're 42, <laughs> uh, of Bismarck, stole a forklift and entered a presidential motorcade route on September 6th of uh, 2017. Uh, before President Trump. Why haven't we heard about this yet? This happened in 2017? Yeah, that's right. Man. This is before the president arrived to give a tax reform speech at a refinery up there. Okay. Um, Lean Gang was apprehended after the forklift got stuck in a gated area of the refinery. Questioned by police and U.S. Secret Service agents, he reportedly confessed to a bizarre plot. Um, the intent was to basically try to get to the limo, flip the limo, and get to the president to kill the president. Uh, the U.S. state attorney uh, assistant state attorney Brandy Russell told the federal court. Hmm. So he was going to flip over the limo. Didn't do a lot of research. Those things are pretty well enforced, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, it's basically like a tank that looks like. But a limo. he did put some thought into it. Yeah, he yeah. didn't just try to rush the the limo by himself. Yeah, you know? with like just a handgun or something. Like Mister you... Furious, <laughs> he was up on there trying to <laughs> get that guy. <laughs> um, he was indicted on two tr- criminal counts, uh, accusing him of entering a restricted area while using a dangerous weapon. Didn't know that a forklift was considered a dangerous weapon <laughs> and attempting to damage government property. Anything can be a weapon in the hands of a master, John. That's a very good point. <laughs> is that like a quote from something? Uh, Ninja Turtles? You know, I think it is. It sounds I like think, it. I think my grandfather taught me that. Oh, okay. Master Splinter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, per the terms of the plea agreement he got, prosecutors ar- agreed to drop the charge related to the use of a dangerous weapon. So he just got damaging government property. Um, he's got a uh, he's going to receive up to 10 years. His sentencing hadn't happened yet. It happens in February. So he could get up to 10 years in prison and fine $250,000. Um, a certified auto body technician, uh, Lean Gang, is already serving a state prison, prison sentence for pleading guilty to vehicle theft setting fire to a maintenance shop and a state patrol and a state parole and probation office. So huh. 
he's got some issues here. Um, his estimated release date for state conviction is in 2038. So because of the substantial sentence he's already serving, uh, Miss Russell, the prosecutor, said that uh, she would consider recommending Lean Gang's federal sentence run concurrent to the time he's already serving. So that's nice of him. Yeah. Yeah. Much nicer than I fear you'd be if you try to kill the president. Um, that if the judge accepts a recommendation, Lean Gang would be approximately 61 years old when he's released. So hmm. um, I say we release him on the other side of the wall. <laughs> <laughs> we need a wall first. but Right, yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know if we need one, but a lot of people think we do. So, <laughs> yeah. Somebody said, I saw this on uh, something. They said, what if Mexico builds stairs on their side of the wall? Well, you know, there for a while, do you, I don't know if you remember this, Dusty, but there was a GoFundMe to yeah. fund the, for the citizens to fund the wall. Right. And it is impressive because it made it up to, I want to say. It's a few million dollars, right? It was a bunch. You know, I'm going to Google it right now because it, well, it's, it's made more than any other GoFundMe has oh, yeah? yet. It's, yeah. I saw they had to refund all the money, though. Oh, they did? Yeah. Okay. Well, you can't earmark donations to the government. <laughs> That's against the law, if people didn't know. In I case didn't you didn't know, know Dusty. I didn't know that either. Yeah. You can't like send your congressman a million dollars and say, build this road on my land. They raised $20 million wow. for that wall. Wow. Which was, and there was another GoFundMe to for ladders for, yeah. for people to climb over. <laughs> yes. And there was another GoFundMe to build tunnels, but <laughs> neither one of those ever even broke a million. So <laughs> I would say it with, uh, I mean, I know this is off the point of this subject, but for like, what are we asking? What is he asking for? Five billion dollars? Five billion. Yeah. Can we just not buy Mexico? With a five billion, that's a good. That's a good question. I mean, let's just go to let's, let's make just, them an offer. Let's just annex Mexico. Yeah, let's we'll annex Mexico, fix it up a little bit, flip it to another country. All right, make a profit. <laughs> flip it to another yeah. country. Make a profit. You know, that's all we got to do. Hey, you yeah. can do a TV show on that. Flip this country. Flip, flip this, this country. country. <laughs> right. Next thing you know, we're buying like tiny island nations in Southeast Asia, turning them for a profit. We could, let's make this happen. How much would North Korea cost? Do you Ooh, think, think we could talk Kim Jong Un into? They got nuclear capabilities, so that's like basically having hardwood floors in your house. That so was going to run the price up. <laughs> that would be the equivalent to signing a quarterback just so you can bench him and not have to line up right. against him. You know, true. Yes, <laughs> true. So, anyways, guys, everybody listening out there, don't try to kill the president. Especially, don't use a forklift, which has a top speed of about ten <laughs> miles per hour. If you've ever driven one before, yeah, to flip over a steel reinforced limousine that's basically built like a tank, uh, thinking that was going to do anything to it. Dusty, if you were going to kill the president, how would you do it? Oh, press record, <laughs> Mister FBI guy. Press record. <laughs> I, I don't think I should say that. <laughs> but you've thought about it, right? <laughs> I think blow darts. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like a blowgun, like a ninja type thing. Yeah, yeah. That's the way to go. I uh, feel like you could get through security with that. You know, like, oh, this is my cane. You know, I got a bad hip from the war or whatever. And then you unscrew it and you shoot a poison dart in his neck while he's giving a speech. My father-in-law is a Southern Baptist preacher, so I'm going to say kill him with kindness. Oh, that is going to be my tactic yes. to assassinate a president. Well, kill him with go. kindness. There you go. There uh, you yeah. go. Yeah, the maybe. government's already listening into my phone calls. they got an ad about how to kill the president. <laughs> <laughs> now, 
That's pretty awesome. It's funny that Google would uh, let them advertise mm-hmm. <laughs> with their service. That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh, man. Well, everybody knows Google's run by the CIA anyway. It's right. I thought everything was pretty much run by well, the yeah. CIA. Well, Bezos is like CIA guy. A lot of stuff came out about him this week, you know. Oh, man. I'm not in the loop. Oh, he's getting a divorce. And he oh. had some very, very racy text messages got released. So. <laughs> Would be racy for someone like him. He's gonna he's very gonna. tame for stuff. Dieter and I text each other. <laughs> She's got a potty mouth. <laughs> oh mercy! Well, Dusty, do you have any stories you'd like to share? Yeah, sure. I got one. Baby shark, baby shark, baby shark. Do you know that the baby shark is a catchy children's song? It I'm is. aware. It I, is. I cannot escape it. My my youngest <laughs> loves it. Well, do you know that it's actually now on the Billboard Hot 100 list? Really? Oh, for real? Yes. The song entered the Billboard charts at number 32 for the week of January 12th. The song has continued streaming growth thanks to the landing spot on the Billboard. The Billboard set. So, Baby Shark, I, you know, I heard that song not too long ago. And I was like, we used to sing that all the time for like BBS stuff when I was a kid. Right. Yeah. And so the, I guess the song dates back or, you know, uh, dates back a uh, decade. And uh, it's a nursery rhyme, which the singers act out each verse with their hands in their arms. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, I, I don't, I don't know if I've actually made it through the whole song. Do they do the whole like went for a swim and the shark attacked you? I think, well, now the first? one that my son is familiar with is baby shark. Mama shark, daddy shark, grandma shark, grandpa shark. Oh. Let's go hunt, run away, safe at last. Okay. And it's the end. It's the end is the last verse. Hmm. Oh. Yeah, I guess I was, <laughs> I was a little morbid. It was uh, baby shark, mama shark, daddy shark, grandpa shark, and then went for a swim. Shark attacked me, lost a leg. <laughs> that's right. way better. Yeah, that is way better song. That's the you one can't I can't run away from a shark in the water. Like that just doesn't happen. You no, swim. Yeah, that's what I say. You, you can't, can't swim away from one either. No, they're Not really successfully. Fast. Yeah, yeah, they're faster than us. Very fast. But yeah. So anyway, there's been uh, 20.8 million times that song was streamed for the week ending in January 3rd. Wow. 73 percent of that streaming came from video. So. And wow. our our uh, podcast, we can't get out of the double digits. I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, that's how wild. many times I have to listen to it. My podcast over and over just to get the digits up. <laughs> oh, you know, I've recommended because we're on Spotify. You know, is that people just put it on while they sleep and yeah, you know put our podcast just on. Just turn the sleep. volume down. Turn the just, volume just down. Just let it. her yeah. just keep streaming over and over and over again. So I want to throw well, that out there can, again. You can listen to your podcast on iTunes like two times. Uh, yeah, that's right. That's oh, true. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So there you're saving you time. Pod- my podcast is only like 30 minutes long because people can't listen to me any longer than that. Uh, <laughs> sorry you're not entertaining. <laughs> hey, how many times have you streamed Baby Shark? Either one of y'all. Uh, None. None? None. I'm so jealous. Oh, my gracious. <laughs> my kids are older, you know. Well, I'll tell you what, Baby Shark, uh, it's been streamed 20.8 million times. I want to say probably half a mil of those <laughs> comes from my house. <laughs> nope, nope. My household is not a Baby Shark household. It's a Fortnite household. Oh, okay. man, so jealous. Well, we listened to uh, 
traditional music, Earth, Wind, and Fire, The Commodores, ACDC, Led Zeppelin, The Grateful Dead at my house. That's what we stream. So, No Guns N' Roses? No, I mean, a little bit of Guns N' Roses. A little bit of Guns N' Roses. The hits. I'm not a huge GNR fan. Uh I I respect the fact, like, GNR is like the last real hard rock band, you know, Uh before grunge took over. I guess you could throw the Black Crows in there with them, too. But, uh, but I, I, you know, while I was a fan of them as a teenager, they didn't last with me. You know, mm-hmm. for some reason, it didn't come along with a ride. So I don't, I don't listen to them as much as I should, I guess. <laughs> as much as you yeah. should. <laughs> right. I've been on a country kick lately, too. So I listen to a lot of country music. Well, since we've been talking about trends, uh, has anybody here seen the movie Bird Box? I haven't. I have not seen it either. Have you seen it, Dusty? Uh, I I know what it is. I, okay, same here. Now, I know what it is, but I haven't seen it. Now, shout out to my cousin Casey. Um, they know her and her husband Ryan used to play in a band when they lived in Detroit called the Riots. You can look them up; they're pretty huge. Mm-hmm. Um, and they played some shows. She was telling me with the guy who wrote the the book the or screenplay, oh, okay. yeah, or the movie, whatever it is that it's based off of. So, oh, okay. So they're basically famous that way. Right. So they are the coolest people that listen to this show. I mean, I hate to put anybody else down. Do you think we could get him on the podcast? Uh, uh, oh, the Bird Box guy. Yeah. Oh, I don't that know. That would be an excellent interview. That may be. They're like too cool to call in a favor, though. You know, I mean, I, oh come on. Yeah. For their, like, redneck cousin in Alabama. Well, let me ask you this. Would they they give us his contact information (laughs) if they're too cool to do it? Maybe. Let's see. Let's do it. What if he only does obscure podcast interviews? (laughs) (laughs) He might love Earth Oddity, and we don't know, because he's he maybe he's too shy to join our Facebook group. All right, so anyway, back to the story. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, there is a Utah teenager that crashed their car doing the Bird Box Challenge. Okay. Which I was unaware of. Chick-fil-A? (laughs) Yeah. I thought the Bird Box Challenge was how many uh, Chick-fil-A nuggets can you eat? Right, Can you fit in your mouth at the same time? Like a good Bojangles, you know, (laughs) box. But apparently it's a challenge where you blindfold yourself and you try to move about, you know, while you're blindfolded. Okay. And I'm sure this makes sense. I call that foreplay. I'm sure. I'm sure this makes sense if you've seen the movie, but apparently someone tried to do this while driving. Oh, with expectable results. Oh, so they crashed. <laughs> yes. Yeah, imagine that. A blindfolded teenage driver in Utah crashed into another car for obvious reasons on Monday, according to the Layton Police Department. Bird box challenge while driving. Dot dot dot. Predictable result. The police okay. tweeted on Friday along with a photo of two mangled cars on Layton Parkway surrounded by snow-covered sidewalks. One truck appears to have its passenger side bumper bent inward, while the entire driver's side of an Honda HRV is smashed. Um, there'll be a link in the show notes if you want to go yeah. look at it. The side airbags of the HRV appears to be deployed. Luckily, no injuries, police wrote. Uh, Layton Police Spokesman Lieutenant Travis Layman told CBS News that a 17-year-old girl was driving with a 16-year-old passenger at the time of the crash. The Bird Box Challenge, which has gone viral on social media, is inspired by the Netflix movie starring Sandra Bullock. In the movie, characters have to move about the outside world while wearing blindfolds to avoid, to avoid an unseen monster that forces people to kill themselves. Wild that our kicker did it during the National Championship game. <laughs> you know? That's really crazy. Yeah. That's taking it a bit far. <laughs> oh, man. So apparently in the viral challenge, people tried to do ordinary things while blindfolded and someone tried to drive. drive. And 
It doesn't say here. I hope that, you know, there wasn't anybody that was seriously hurt. But yeah. anyone out there listening to this, don't try yeah, to drive do while blindfolded. Yeah. And maybe don't even, if you're not driving, don't do it by a highway. Yeah. You know? That's probably a recipe for disaster. Although I really like to scare my kids when I'm driving and I'll get like a straightaway and I'm like, I'm going to take a nap and I'll close my eyes. But I don't mm-hmm. really I like close my right one because that's the one they can see from their seats. And I keep my left one open. And I'll lay my head back like I'm going to sleep. And they always freak out. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm going to take a little nap. Learned that from my grandfather. So at least my mom told me that's what he used to do. So. So yeah. what you so you need a blindfold, but it's got one eye hole. Yeah, right. <laughs> like a <laughs> like right, the guys. Ninja Turtles, but one, only one of them's open. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, I'm taking you to practice. I'm gonna put my blindfold on. <laughs> that would be pretty funny. But how stupid do you have to be to do that in a car? I don't know. Like Chris Angel and man, oh, <laughs> do you remember Mind I'm, Freak back in the I day? I do. I do. He did a TV episode where he tried to drive a car with like duct tape over his eyes and silver dollars so he couldn't see anything oh yeah now again it was tv it wasn't right. real but people are huh i'm glad that i'm glad that did he do a good job <laughs> i'm sure he did because he's like you know a well, I, I was about to say, yeah it's like a big budget tv show yeah. at the time i'm sure he did a good job but yeah they probably had like an auto driving car or something probably yeah yeah i'd forgotten all about chris angel you know he was like the <laughs> bad boy magician yeah, yeah. is oh, he still is, around i don't know When's the last time you saw Chris Angel, Dusty? Uh, I was just going to say you dated yourself by mentioning his name. Hasn't it been like five or ten years? Maybe. We date ourselves often yeah, here. Yeah. So. I've been dating myself since I was a teenager. <laughs> if you know what I mean. I know, yeah. yeah. You're, you're talking about you're, Yeah, I was born older. in 1976. Yeah. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. Right. <laughs> All right, so I got a very interesting story here sent to me by our friend and one of the top listeners, Todd Glover um, from Arkansas. Um, This comes from Clearwater, Florida. We love Florida. Florida is like the acid trip of the United States, as I've said before. It's just wild and bizarre down there. Um, A Florida man says three syringes removed from his rectum during a jail strip search aren't his, according to an arrest report. Okay. Wesley Scott, 40. He was was hanging on to him for a friend. (laughs) I guess so. 40 years old, was arrested early Friday morning in Pinellas County on an outstanding drug possession warrant. Imagine that. Yeah. And uh, Scott told law enforcement officers, he had nothing on him when they searched him in the field. Pretty standard. Um, when he arrived at the jail, however, that is when he removed the syringes. Uh, that is when he removed the syringes and told officials they were not his. He's being held on a $5,000 bond. Wait, did you say that he removed them himself? That's what the story reads. It's a very huh. short story. Not a lot of details. But uh, I, I don't know if I want the details. <laughs> well, you know, when you get arrested, they will take you got to take all your clothes off, right? You know? uh, I mean, unless you're like you're just getting thrown in the drunk tank or something, you know, they'll, yeah, they'll pat you down. But you gotta you gotta do a strip search, mm-hmm. and usually that part of that's bending over. You know, they may not actually, you know, probe <laughs> take you. a flashlight, right? But they're checking, they're checking. It's not a colonoscopy; it's a right. strip search, right? <laughs> And so I guess he figured he was caught then. Okay. Funny story. So he wanted to come clean and say, hey, look, I've, I got these, but they're not mine. Right. Right. Yeah. Funny story. Someone I know who is a law, or 
maybe was a law enforcement officer. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he first started on the force, he arrested a guy for like a DUI, and the guy was like, you know, strong hint of marijuana or whatever. Mm-hmm. Search cars, nothing on him. Search the guys, nothing on him. So he gets him down to the jail, and he's booking him in. He's in the office with him. The guy's got his handcuffs on. My friend's sitting at the computer, and uh, he finally they search him again, and they find like a little bit of weed. And he sets it on the desk while he's writing up the report. Well, the guy leans over, the the criminal leans over and just eats it right in front of him. <laughs> and so I friend is like wrestling, he like trying to get his mouth open there, like you do when your dog gets something they're not supposed to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and, and uh, is it about that time, you know, because he was like, you know, getting pretty rough, you know. I mean, cops would get rough with you. Let's just be honest sometimes. That can happen. Yeah, I might bust you in the face a few times <laughs> on accident. Well, about that time, like a supervisor opened up the door or whatever and looked in and was like, what's going on here? And uh, my friend was like, nothing, not everything's under control. <laughs> and the convict was like, yeah, no, we're all good in here. <laughs> and so he had to let him go on that charge. But he's like, you know, only because he was cool with the supervisor because he could have gotten fired or whatever. Man. Yeah. But I don't know that I'd do that with a rectum syringe. <laughs> no. Oh, I guess it depends on how bad right. do you want to get out. Do you know the difference between a oral thermometer and a rectal thermometer? The taste. The taste. <laughs> That's right. Same for a syringe, by the way. Yeah. Same for a syringe. You know, <laughs> I was at the bank one time, and there was a nurse standing in front of me. And we were going through the line, and she got up to the teller. And she uh, takes out her check and she flips it over to endorse it, but she pulls a rectal for thermometer out of her purse and starts to sign it. There you go. And then she looks at it and she's like, oh, dang it, somebody out there's got my pen. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. Oh, man. I always say it's a poop shoot, so take a different route. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we had a story last year. Do you remember uh, Poo Watch? I do. Are you familiar with Poo Watch, Dusty? That is a negative, sir. Oh. Okay, there was a drug dealer in Britain. Well, and uh, what's the word? In <laughs> Assumed drug dealer? Yeah, alleged. Uh, alleged drug dealer. There was an alleged drug dealer in the United Kingdom last year who was arrested on suspicion of... Uh, eating drugs in order to avoid the charge or whatever and they took him into prison they booked him and do you remember how long he was in there like they held him for months they held him for like 40 something days yeah you know waiting for him to to pass those drugs so they could they could charge him and he he held it he held it for you know 40 something days and they he finally just let him go. And they finally took him to the hospital and let him go. <laughs> he beat the charge. <laughs> oh, my God. Yep. Man. That's a rough one. Well, I mean, this is impressive on his part. It was. Yeah, yeah I think he set some kind of record by doing that, yeah. too. I just, man, like, uh, you know, like a syringe in the brump is like, <laughs> to, as a hiding place, that's dangerous. You know, like if the little protective cover flies off of that, yeah. you know, you're you're in for a world of pain. I'm not up on my drugs. Like some people on the show. <laughs> Luckily, I what, am. What would you keep in a syringe? Well, I mean, I would imagine heroin. You know, that's probably your number one thing. But there's all kind of stuff you can 
you know, shoot up with. There's a whole world out there of stuff you can shoot up with. Yeah. Let's just hang out one a weekend. A whole forbidden world. <laughs> That's yes. right. Yeah. Yeah, for real, don't do drugs <laughs> yes. if you're listening to this. And if you are doing drugs, get some help. Like, it's, it's nobody's success story begins with, like, hey, when I started doing drugs, my life got on the uptick, you know? And look, I understand that you're listening to Earth Oddity and you want us to get good stories to talk about. Sure. But we'll do without, man. Yeah. There's plenty of other stories to talk about. Like the one we're going to finish up on here, did uh, did you realize that swiping chicken tenders off a Alabama highway is a crime? What? No, 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 <laughs> yes. no that's not a crime. <laughs> a highway chicken tender is one of the joys of living in Alabama. Because we talked about this, <laughs> we talked about this on the Bible Belt Bros, that it is against the law in the state of Alabama to wear a fake mustache in church. It's true, yes. Only account that it could cause laughter. Right, yes. Well, Which, you can't disturb church now, all right? <laughs> and I mean, honestly, that's that's the only time I ever wear a fake mustache in church is when I'm trying to make people laugh. You're like, oh, I thought you were just going incognito. <laughs> had no idea I was breaking the law. <laughs> Now, you want to go incognito outside of church when you're supposed to be. Yeah, in, in the church. liquor store, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Okay. Or, like, for, hey, for my wife, if it's uh, 6 30 on a Sunday night and we didn't go to church that night, oh, but, but we're going to go pick up a pizza, she sends me alone. I wouldn't have missed that. She wants the hoodie up and, and all that stuff. <laughs> like the Unabomber picking up a pizza. Yes. Yeah, I think this large man's about to rob the Little Caesars. No, no, no. I just don't want to get, make it on the That's prayer right. list. Yeah, guys, no. We were supposed to be at church. One of the kids had a runny nose. He probably could have made it, but we decided to stay home. So, And now we feel guilty, so yeah. I have to dress like the Unabomber to yeah. come pick up our supper. I understand. Yeah. I understand the whole feeling guilty about not coming to church. You know. If I don't feel guilty, my mom will make me feel guilty yeah. about not coming to church. I was going to say, you used to run a sandwich shop. I think I was... I come no. in a few Sunday nights right. in my little That's Unabomber right. get up to get some sandwiches. I do remember that. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I drew Eli a picture on his uh, wrapper one time. Yep, I remember that. Anyway, Alabama cops are warning drivers against stopping for at least one kind of fast food. Officials in Cherokee County implored motorists in a Facebook post late Sunday not to eat chicken tenders that were spilled in an 18-wheeler wreck. Man, don't tell us how to live our life. <laughs> You're creating a traffic hazard, and it's a crime to impede the flow of traffic, the Cherokee County Emergency Management Agency said. The chicken tenders spilled during an 18-wheeler crash on Highway 35, located near the state's border with Georgia. Anyone who is caught could be facing charges. Oh, goodness. The agency said. Don't tread on my tenders. <laughs> Besides facing possible criminal charges, the cases of chicken tenders may also pose a health hazard. Those cases have been on the ground for over 24 hours. No, they haven't. We 24 hours? We scooped them up way before then. They're still good. Were they frozen when they hit the ground? They were frozen. Oh, they're, they're probably only been thawed out for maybe 12. Yeah. They're, you good. You good. Just cook them up. You're going to fry them anyways. says here, it was not clear how many drivers have stopped to feed their chicken cravings, but the incident was similar to one last year in New Jersey. Oh, rednecks are everywhere. Well, now, hold on. In which traffic was impeded after an armored truck spilled oh. cash across the oh, okay. major highway. Yeah, that shut a road down in Cherokee County, too. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not 100% sure if the chicken tenders would stop, would close down a major roadway in yeah. New Jersey, but it would in Cherokee County, yeah, Alabama. Definitely. There's some big ones in New Jersey, too, though. <laughs> I've watched The Sopranos. Yeah. Y'all ever, uh, ever eat chicken off the highway in Oklahoma? Dusty. Uh, no, but I think that starts a debate as far as what is the, 
the three second or the five second rule? Does it start when you see it on the ground or does it start Ooh. when it actually hit the ground? I think it starts when you see it. Yeah. That's where I lean to. And sometimes if you want to stretch it out to six seconds or seven seconds. You count real slow. Or 30 seconds. Yeah. Maybe a minute. I mean, we, are, <laughs> we are a little fatter and slower in America. <laughs> yeah. Well, time is relative. longer to get to it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Time's relative. It doesn't have to be an exact five seconds, right? Because after all, what is the nature of time? Do you know? I don't know. I don't know. I yep. know I can eat a chicken tender I find on the side of the road, though. <laughs> and you won't tell me I won't. You're going to be facing charges. First of all, <laughs> you put that bread and in all the stuff that we eat nowadays, you think I'm concerned about a little health Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, exactly. If, if all the other chemicals I've put through my body in my life, a little road chicken tender isn't going to phase me. But if you think you bread that thing up and you put it in some boiling hot oil, it's going to kill anything that's on it anyways. Probably. I mean, what's the worst you have? You get <laughs> salmonella and die? I mean, that's the worst. <laughs> yeah. You know, at most, you get a full tummy from chicken tenders. They tell us in Sunday school, you can't threaten me with glory. We want to thank our sponsor, World Famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, for their support. Check them out at CajunCurl.com. You can order their spice there and their Cajun Curl Cutter for Potatoes, all on CajunCurl.com. It was created on the Elm Bayou. The new and resolute Elm Bayou. Oh, yeah. The famous Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana. And it's a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, roadside chicken tenders. <laughs> I heard they were selling out a Cajun Curl up in Cherokee County this past <laughs> week. Uh, but it goes well on anything. Their spiral potato cutter is absolutely amazing. It's easy to use. It's easy to clean, and it will allow you to make your own chips using Cajun Curl Spice. Um, if you want to turn your next cookout or event up a notch, you got Easter coming up, Groundhog Day, you know, you're going to have a, an event for that. Whip you up some homemade potato Martin chips. Martin Luther King Day. Yeah, MLK Day is coming. Forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's right. Uh, whip you up some homemade potato chips, because uh, nobody else is going to be doing that, um, except for the people who listen to our podcast. Um, on the website, CajunCurl.com, um, you can not only order the original Bayou Linda Spice, but the Cajun Curl Chip Cutter, and you can find recipes there that are absolutely mind-blowing. You can locate your nearest retailer or order your own right off of the website. Um, if your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it today. Hassle them, really, unless it's my dad who runs a grocery store. Here locally, um, it's uh, available at Vowels, on Skyland, South's Finest Meats, and Piggly Wiggly. So you can get it there if you're in the greater Northport, Tuscaloosa metroplex. But if you're not there and you want it anyway, you can always get it 24-7 at CajunCurl.com. Use promo code EOP10 to save 10% because we ask that you use the spice, but we don't ask you pay full price. That's right. All right. Well, I feel like you ended that out pretty good, Tommy. <laughs> right. Just jump right all up in my ad read, but that's cool. All right. No, way to go. You did very good. Much better than I do. We should turn this duty over to you. You said uh, duty. I did. <laughs> but for real, guys, if you haven't tried Cajun Curl yet, get some. I mean, just order it. 
Use the promo code EOP10. It's amazing. I scrambled eggs yesterday with it. It was like super awesome. Um, and if you're listening to this squirrel, that would make an awesome T-shirt. Cajun curl, get some. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. That's right. I like Cajun curl made by squirrel. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Although not everybody knows him as squirrel, but yeah. But they should. They should. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for community news this week, we have, as well, everyone's familiar with him by now, Dusty Hope. And we're going to talk about your podcast. We want you to, you know, plug the mess out of it. Tell us all about it. Tell us, tell you all about the Bible Bell Bros. Yes. That's right. Uh, well, I guess I mean, not much about it. The uh, the podcast kind of started. It's just my, my friend and I, we've been best friends since high school. One of those, like, it's, it's kind of like we we can't get rid of each other at this point. We right. haven't been fr- friends long enough, even when we disagree and stuff. And so, well, we just, we started a podcast. We went through the book, just talking about churches and, and, uh, I, I've got a background as a youth pastor and my friend is, uh, he, his dad's a pastor and he's, uh, was in deployed for, to Afghanistan for a year. So he okay. has that under his belt. So we just kind of, uh, just, just talk about different topics that uh, the Christians deal with, and it's you, not really a serious podcast. Like this isn't a, a self-help thing. It's more. I like to say I like to ask the questions, mm-hmm. but not not give any answers. So <laughs> <laughs> I, like to, I like to complain about stuff, but not have actually a solution. Where oh, you, and my uh, wife, will get along great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we should. <laughs> fantastic. And so, um, and then we also have other people like you guys and. Uh, other uh, people that just promote their books or promote their podcasts or, or you know just kind of whatever we're just we're just two guys hanging out having a good time and hopefully we can be friends yeah and y'all uh, y'all had a missionary couple on there one time didn't you yeah we got a couple of them one of yeah them, like, yeah they put the missionary uh, it was my friend who uh was a missionary in china and uh actually sadly uh he was getting ready to go back in all of his uh, group was detained and stuff, oh, and no. so, um, so they're not. His organization is not sending anybody to China right now. So oh, he's man. super bummed about that, and um, everybody's safe. That was in China. That was well, that's good. He had cr- the craziest stories of being followed by police and stuff, and it's just stuff we couldn't put on the podcast. Was so so bummed wow. out about. Then uh, yeah, we had some other missionaries that, that they are. They haven't left yet. They are still kind of getting the funds together to be able to go to Ireland, which I think would be a great place to be a missionary. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but they, they're raising the funds to do that and then send their whole family out there. And it's basically uh, lots of pockets of kind of like what my friend, other friend was doing in China. It's just pockets of people who don't like there. There's the gap between cities is so huge. Mm-hmm. And uh, that there's just you know to be able to to plant a church in a in a location and, and lead families to Christ is both kind of the same mm-hmm. of their goal. So it's really cool. But, and then y'all yeah, had a guy had, from the Christian music industry as well. One what? episode, or a guy from a band. Oh, a band. Yeah, uh, Johnny. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you thought uh, I didn't listen, actually, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're like quizzing me on all these things. <laughs> <No. laughs> uh, yeah, with Johnny, we just talked about his experience. Uh, he traveled with the band signed by Tooth and Nail Records, and uh, he was—he's actually my uh, 
I guess you could say creative arts director mm-hmm. at our church. And so I've known him since he was in our youth ministry when I was a youth pastor. And so uh, is he one yeah. of your youth that like went on to be in a band yeah. or okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. Be in the band and, uh, travel around and he did that for about a year and a half, two years. I had a couple albums out, uh, called Capital Lights. Just got to talk about, you know, kind of how the Christian, some of the behind the scenes of Christian music ministry and how it's, Maybe some of it's not that Christiany <laughs> right. in the background. So we we judge people for going this to secular labels, and it's like you know, if you knew the whole story, maybe you wouldn't be so judgy on mm-hmm. those those kind of bands and stuff. So it's, I feel like it, I feel like it takes a lot of talent for a Christian band to get on a secular label. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, I mean, he, he did. Uh, he I had a I had a theory that you know you don't make as much money in Christian bands, but he said that they sold the crap out of merch because, you know, every parent wants their kid to like a band that's, mm-hmm. that they're going to agree with. And so, so the fact that like at every show they were selling out of t-shirts and CDs, um, he, he said that you could actually probably make more money because you can guilt like, people into getting this stuff. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If yeah. only that translated to podcast. <laughs> I, know, <laughs> yeah, right? no. I mean, come on, you want your kids listening. Podcasts are all the rage. You want them listening to to good Christian podcasts, don't That's you? That's right. Buy our shirts. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It sadly it doesn't. I have been uh, dabbing into playing video games online. Okay. Uh, hey, do you have a do you have like a Twitch stream or something you want to shout it out? Yeah. I, uh, the, <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of embarrassing, but uh it's, it's <laughs> What the? My dog is barking at me. Uh, it's the One Hope Live. Okay. Uh, you can search the number One Hope on YouTube, and I got a couple of YouTube videos out there just to be funny. But okay. It's just kind of crazy how many. Uh, I, I said I missed my calling as a youth, as a children's myth pastor, because mm-hmm. Fortnite and Faith Fridays would have been right up my alley. <laughs> uh, just the amount of people online, kids online searching to be involved, a part of something is, is just insane. Yeah. Um, and the, sadly that there's a lot of video gamers. It's like one of the worst places to be is some of those people are pretty trashy and pretty like, you know, just online bowling. People, people will talk a big talk, you know, behind the computer screen or behind the phone nowadays. And, Oh, yeah. I don't know. Just, yeah. That's why I challenge everybody to do a fist fight. <laughs> I've always felt like the internet is just kind of the perfect portrait of humanity. I mean, it's, you see us, at, see us at our best, but you see us at our worst. That's true. And that is yeah. that is on full well, display when you step into the video well, gaming online, area. You can type a username that nobody knows who you are, so you can kind of be either your true self in in not have that front you can be your true self online where nobody knows who you are and you can act and say and everything you feel it's just it's a very scary place to be and sadly many parents let their kids just watch whoever and yeah so, that's true uh so i'm trying i'm trying to be more of that positive guy speak life into kids and that kind of thing nice awesome yeah that's very noble <laughs> it's very yeah, noble sure. for you yeah. to play video games on I, Sunday nights. Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've yeah. been cussed out by a lot of 12-year-olds playing video games, <laughs> yeah. and I just challenge each one of them to a fight. <laughs> I'm just like, come on, buddy. I'll beat you up because I'm bigger than you. <laughs> I always yeah. tell them, I've got a full-time job and a wife i got to go spend some time with later. What do you got? <laughs> oh, you got this game. I like That's to right. tell them they can't talk to me until they start buying their own clothes. <laughs> 
That's always a great insult. Or washing their own underwear. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, buddy, you keep your mouth shut until you buy your own clothes. Well, anyway, where can we find your podcast at, Dusty? Uh, it's it's uh, called the Bible Belt Bros, and uh, it's it's everywhere. It's you know Google Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, our radio. Yeah, all Wherever that stuff. podcasts are listened to. That's right. That's absolutely correct. Well, we thank you so much for joining us, and we would like to encourage all of our audience to go check them out, give them a listen, you know. And if you don't like it, it's not that long, so that's right. It's not yeah. a huge yeah, time exactly. commitment <laughs> right. like our podcast is. Just set it on play all and leave. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll be happy with the play, or download, whatever. <laughs> All right. Well, is it you got anything else, John? You got anything else, Dusty? No, I'm good, man. I appreciate you coming on, Dusty. Sorry I screwed up your name, but <laughs> I killed so many brain cells when I was younger that I didn't realize I would need when I was older, and it comes back and bites yeah. me sometimes. You know, the last time I, we had guests on this podcast, I messed up the name. Oh, that's true. That's right. Our our guest's name was Paul, right. and I called him John. That's right. So yes, I guess that's maybe that's just our curse that we. That's our cross to make us. Yeah. Such a biblical, (laughs) typical name to Mm -hmm. mess up. You know, like you just picked a different Christian guy in the Bible. That's right. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Like, 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 I don't know. Well, you have been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast. Uh, We thank you so much. Yeah, and and Dusty from the Bible. It's a collab. We thank you so much for joining us, no matter where you get us, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Podcast Republic, yep. iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio. We're on them all. We're everywhere. And you can email the show. We are at, you know, we are earthoddity at planetmail.net. That's right. We have a Twitter. We are at underscore earthoddity. Yep. You got one an, tweet at us. Got an Instagram. It's very active this week. Put up a <laughs> picture, a video, and a story all on our Instagram. And that's at underscore Dude. earthoddity, too. So. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. we also have a phone number if you want to call us. What's that phone number, John? It's 662-493-2059. That's 662-493-2059. Call us. Operators are standing by. And we hope everybody... Hey, that's not your phone number. What? <laughs> your phone number out? No, yeah, you can give out Tiny's phone number. <laughs> Thank goodness this isn't live. <laughs> we hope everybody out there has an excellent week. Uh, Earth Oddity for the French Radio Network signing off. Yeah, love y'all. See y'all. Bye. This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening.